welcome to the Postcard Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Madison. This podcast is created to inspire listeners, cultivate community, and build conversation around many subjects we are passionate about. Between long car rides to weddings and editing together at coffee shops, we always had discussions about life, our jobs, and faith. There are so many moments we wish we would have recorded our conversations, and that is when the Postcard Podcast was born. Listen every week to hear honest thoughts on photography, faith, business, productivity, healthy living, and more. We're happy happy you're here. here. Um, It's crazy how with editing, like, there's, I feel like there's always stuff we can learn about it, and I think every time that I edit with, like, you and, like, our other friends, um, I always learn something, and, like, Lightroom is just, I think Lightroom is just way more in-depth than we think, you know, like, Mm -hmm. there's so many things about it. Um, I do want to learn Photoshop eventually, but, um, Lightroom's great, and I recommend it to everybody, especially if you're starting out, like, I think it's super user-friendly, and what I also like about it is that YouTube covers so much content on it, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I think that is something to look for, even when you're buying a camera, is, like, well, what, like, what, like, what are people using the most, because I feel like, Mm -hmm. like, the more someone is using a brand, you'll probably be able to trust it more, and I feel like there's just so much content on, like, Canon, um, and Sony, and so, like, those are my faves. Um, but yeah, today we're going to talk about some little editing tips. You might know these, you might not. Um, it's just like I said, it's kind of crazy how there is so much we can learn. And um, I always learn tricks from Madison and we try to always share our knowledge and update each other on what we're learning. Um, so yeah, I yeah, want to talk first um, about syncing your presets. And yeah, Ooh. this might be super beginner for you if you know this but we're we were kind of both blown away about uh how many people didn't know this um like weren't you didn't you say like you were surprised absolutely yeah I've been with friends in the past editing and seeing just watching them editing and observing them editing and same for me I feel like I've learned so much from editing with photographers within the community that I'm in and that was one that I was shocked more people didn't know how to do. Me too. Is to mm-hmm. put the same, just to sync all your photographs. It's so simple. It probably cuts your editing time in, I would say, like 75% of your editing time. Totally. To have a base to go off of. And right. I think it also adds to the consistency of your galleries. Yes. When I wasn't syncing photographs and just starting from scratch every single time, it, I think my photographs were just so off. Like, like even just the, like the little like the littlest bit you can tell because it's not mm-hmm. the exact same edit that you put mm-hmm. on the um, photo before and if it's a series of photos in one spot it's not mm-hmm. like you need to change the preset that much like Mm-mm. there's definitely times during the wedding day where I'll completely change the preset but it's only mm-hmm. because I went from editing getting ready to editing family photos and sometimes you're gonna have to change because getting ready is usually inside usually you have to make your tones a lot cooler to fit with the light that's going on with the artificial light. Like there's just Mm -hmm. a lot that is different, but as for like a ceremony, you would definitely want to try to keep the preset consistent throughout the whole thing or it's going to look weird. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I'm not judging, but I've just (laughs) done it enough times to know that it looks off. Um, Yeah, I agree. Sync your presets. Do you want to explain to them how to do that? 
Yeah, so the way I do it is I um, will start with a few of the photos and I'll select the preset I want to use. I'll tweak it, make sure it looks the way I want it. And then I'll hit command. If you're on Mac, it's command shift onto one photo. And then you scroll to the end of whatever that series is, hit that photo, then it'll select that whole strip of photos. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's command shift, not command all, command shift, because you don't want to command all of it, just that, those specific photos you're wanting to sync. So command shift, scroll to the end, select the last photo, then it'll sync all those. Then you go to sync at the bottom right. And I'm, I'm just talking off memory, it might be in a different spot, but I think it's sync about the, at the bottom right, and, you, and then it'll come up and it says sync preset, and then you sync mm -hmm. it. Then it's, and on the top left, it'll load, it'll say paste settings, and that means it's just pasting the settings onto the photos. And then after that, I go all the way to the back and you know, all the way to the front and I go through each individual photo. But instead of having to build a whole image, I'm just doing adjusting the exposure, adjusting grain, adjusting the, um, why am I blanking? White the balance. Little, the white balance and the Curves. tone curve. Yeah. So it's like, because I think like you're going to have to make adjustments to each photo because lighting does change throughout the like that little time but you won't have to do as much if you already have a, your base like your solid foundation you know and like mm -hmm. Madison's super big on just double checking triple checking each photo and this gives you time to do that when you're going back through them like I would go back through them a few times and just make sure that it's what you want um but yeah that is syncing presets do you have anything to add to that man on that subject yeah also I think I always go through and crop my images. Something yes. that I have been doing with like every photograph that I think has added a lot of just sharpness and cleanness to mm -hmm. each image is utilizing lens corrections and transform. Yeah. So those are yeah. two, two uh, little down bars or, or sections in mm -hmm. your Lightroom editing tools that I didn't start using until probably about a year ago. So yeah. in every single photograph, I enable profile corrections, which just kind of mm -hmm. flattens the image, especially if you're shooting on a 35 or a wide angle lens. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can look like um, an inverted fisheye, almost. Totally. I don't know how to describe so that. Like right. The middle looks way closer rather than uh -huh. the outsides look really, just like it looks curved rather yeah, than when you do enable profile corrections it just flattens the image it brings everything to the front and mm -hmm. it looks really nice and then i totally. also have been using auto on trans on the transform um, okay i don't think i do that area yeah really great tool sometimes it completely yeah sets off the image um and so you might have to adjust it but for me it makes the photographs look really clean and that's awesome i'm gonna like I uh, I would love to even do a, sometimes it doesn't even do much at all, but I would love to yeah. do a little video on this sometime because I totally. think it makes a big difference. That'd be fun. I know I want to do editing videos too. I love watching people edit. Like, um, I just think you can learn a lot from doing that. But I also think it you have to get used to letting people watch you too. Like, I remember like yeah. being at a workshop and just like, starting to watch the instructor edit and she like looked over at me and I was like I'm sorry like is this weird she's like 
no it's just like I'm just trying to get used to people watching me because it's like you feel more pressure um mm-hmm. but then she like let me watch her which is really cool because I learned a lot just by even watching like quick keys and like the way people navigate Lightroom too is different mm-hmm. like we all navigate differently so I just love watching um other photographers edit especially in person because you can kind of see like what they do um mm-hmm. something else that I have a little like a little tidbit to add is tr- pl- is when you're editing um make sure that your laptop's plugged into the charger because the brightness will go up and I some people edit with the brightness lower but I personally like it all the way up just so it looks I don't know just I think it helps me see mm-hmm. better um but agree I noticed yeah. that when I unplug my laptop and I'm just editing off the computer battery um the brightness will go down even when it's all the way up it still goes down when it's not plugged in because and, then, and that makes sense because it's when you're plugged in it's like full power um yeah that's a I good know, tip just, this is a little, a little thing a little thing yeah. and it's good to have consistency yeah on on any editing area like I always yes. want to make sure I'm editing in the same spots which is why it can sometimes take a while for me to start editing a gallery because yeah you don't want to be if you're editing your photographs in like a really sunny bright room then it does totally. change your what you're seeing on your life editing stream. in the car is the worst oh my I want to like yes. invent something that's like an umbrella you can wear on your head <laughs> or like a shield thing for when you're mm-hmm. in the car and you can edit that's good I'm about that I'm like we should start a kickstarter we so should photographers <laughs> in the car <laughs> no one that's takes this so idea good. Um, if that actually if that actually happened I would I, I would invest I would invest in that if somebody oh, me too put that out there because there's like a like it could be just a tool to you could use it in your house too yeah sometimes anywhere house is really lit up I agree same it's so hard um but even like sometimes I'll just put if I'm in the passenger seat I'll just put a coat like a big coat over my head and Mm -hmm. then I'll like weigh it down on the dash Mm -hmm. with like shoes and I'm like in this little like Mm -hmm. little um fort in my car and I probably look really dumb but it helps so if you don't have an umbrella or our invention yet use a coat or something or a blanket and just put it over your head in the car and it works fine yeah or just move to Oregon it's almost always cloudy here so you never have to worry about the sun that's true I'm kidding it's actually not almost always cloudy last weekend well I was trying to edit the car I was like perfect we're going to Oregon Cody will drive I'll edit and it would be great and then (laughs) nope it was bright, sunny the whole time, 90 yeah. degrees. So yeah, like, 90 degrees. Man. It's been really, really sunny. I mean, the the summer months, it's really nice out. So yeah. that cool. wasn't fully true. <laughs> but but you're, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, you gave those little tips. Do you have any like other um, yeah. secret thingies? Yes, I, I, I do. You know, what's funny is I don't think I've shared a lot of the secret tips that I do and the secret like things that I found useful on Lightroom. So this is a really good place to do that. Yeah, I also, okay, what are some other things? Um, I think not being afraid to just like hike up the sharpness and mess with the sharpness tools in general, like radius detail and masking. And I'm going to go into some keys that you can use. Ooh, I need those. I'm yeah. still stuck on the mouse, but I need to up my game. Yes. So this one's actually really, really cool. And my pastor at my church actually showed me how to do this. So nice. shout out Josh Martin. 
and here we go. So if you are on Lightroom and if you are able to use it right now, I would get on and try this out. So when you are using the sharpening area of, of the detail um, mm -hmm. section and you will hold down like say the radius and I believe this only works for radius detail and masking so it won't work when you use a mount um, but if you go shift option and this is on a Mac shift option command and then mess with the radius um, bar like scroll it up and down mm -hmm. and the screen will go kind of gray and you'll be able to see how it's affecting the image and like no what way of sharpening is being affected. I don't know that if I'm using so the right cool. words. Um, it's especially, I think, um, noticeable, like you're gonna see a lot of change when you use masking. Um, yeah. So I don't know quite how to explain what this does, but I have found it really useful and it's taught me a lot about the That's sharpening That's really tools. cool. I don't think I've ever done it, done that. I've, I've adjusted those sliders, but I've never done it like to a T like that, where you can really get specific. Um, yeah. That's a really good little tip. I yeah, it's a good tip. People know that, so. I don't, yeah, I, I learned it honestly pretty early on from mm -hmm. Josh and it, it has been something I still use today. And I think having a consistent, sharpening level yeah. on most of your images or just a general level of sharpening that's similar mm -hmm. is another way to just add a consistency to your work in a really small way um, yeah because i think it's important to be able to adjust your colors and and split tone totally. and different things um at times and so mm -hmm. having even just little things that stay consistent throughout your images yes. will brand Help you well you. yes mm -hmm. i was gonna say hone in your style by yeah. just keeping it the same as much as you can or like finding what you like and then sticking mm -hmm. to that um trying to get some like signature um features in your photos um, yes absolutely like a lot of people good. notice um when your images are crisp or when your images mm -hmm. are clean and those are just mm -hmm. really i think easy ways to yeah make totally. your images look crisp clean and sharp no, um, sure. i was just gonna like if you are a beginner and you're listening this is something that i was struggling to know how to do, but if you just want to simply make a preset, all you do is you build it onto the photo and then you go up and you hit file and then you just hit new preset and it'll save to your um, presets. If you're just really new and you want to know how to like, or if you have a preset you like, but you altered it to what you really like and you want that to be saved, just go up to file, go to new preset and just save it. You can put it in a new folder, you can title it whatever you want. But that's just a little um, note on just how to make a preset because I know like we do have a lot of beginners listening to us and that's a valid like question is well, how do mm -hmm. I even make a preset um, or how do I alter this one and then keep it that way and not having to rebuild it every time I use I edit I edit with it in a gallery. Um, so that's how you do that if you're mm -hmm. wondering. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. That's so good. Yeah, there's also, you can also go when you go to the left bar and mm -hmm. it says presets. Yeah. You can also click that little plus button by presets Ooh. and then oh, click create, create oh, presets. Oh, that's perfect. See? And then click create see, presets. That's, this is the point. We do it two different ways. There's so <laughs> many ways to do things, um, which is great. Yeah. And I also think it's really 
cool to be able to see that you want to make sure that all of the boxes are checked when you are creating yes. your preset because it'll pull up you know the thing where you get to title yeah, can, the preset right and you can say like in the image that you're working on currently you don't really care for um the radial filter then you right. can you can uncheck yeah. that um, like if you just you can, yeah if you like check that specifically for that photo um you might want to not check it for everyone because it will yeah. make it look wacky mm -hmm. you know, on a photo that doesn't need it yeah or if you just want to make a, f a preset that adjusts the grain you can mm -hmm. just do the, the grain and then yes you can just apply that to your photo so you can like literally cool. title the preset grain and then just yeah. click it when you're ready because you so can fun. do multiple presets on a photo yes love it so the other two little tips that i have are utilizing the backslash so if you click the backslash on your photograph while you're editing in Lightroom, it'll take you to the original image and you can just bounce back and forth by clicking that, I love that. backslash. That's a really good often? one. Like throughout All the time. an image. That's cool. Absolutely. Because especially as photographers who want to make sure that their photographs stay relatively similar to the original and still keep um, the colors correct and everything. Yeah. I think that's a really helpful that's tool. That's awesome. That's so true. And then also when you click L, it mm. will um, take you to a screen where you only see the image that right. you are working on, none of the other tools, and it'll just have a black background, which I think is really helpful. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah. So those are a couple other ones that I think are really helpful for people just getting used to Lightroom to know. Mm -hmm. um, there's another one that maybe I'll have to talk about in another episode because I don't know quite how to explain it. But depending okay, on sure. if your yeah, if your website is got has got a white background or a black background, mm -hmm. having your the back of your image, mm -hmm. the your editing screen be white, I think totally. is another really helpful. I especially for having white as well. Mm -hmm, especially because on Instagram the background is white. So yep. That's super true. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um I have one more do you have any more I might think of some while you're talking yeah. but you go for okay. it so and this is just like a little um creative thing so I love tilt shift lenses a lot and I think they're really fun um in the last like few years photog like portrait photographer I mean not few years I'm sure it's been a thing for a long time but what I've I've at least noticed tilt shift lenses getting more popular in the portrait wedding all that world um because they were designed for architecture photographers and like building photographers and people that are trying to get cool angles and like make sure their lines are really good for buildings so the way like the lens itself can move off of the um i don't know like the base of the camera i'm probably explaining this really bad but you're able to just get some really cool perspectives and also you're able to really hone in where you want your focus to be and everything else can kind of be blurry or um like distorted it's just like really fun and like such a creative lens to have but they're kind of pricey and I don't have one and I think what I've really loved seeing and I think India Earl does it a lot because she has a tilt shift um there's a couple other people that I've seen but they'll like focus on 
the couple then everywhere else will be completely like blurry or distorted do you know what i'm talking about madison oh, like 100 okay so i love that look for like a few like i think there's just mm -hmm. a certain like there's a certain type of photo that will look really good with that like i don't think you should abuse abuse it but like there's just like a time for it and so what i have found to make a cup of photo look like that without the um without the tilt shift is i'll take a gradient filter um so if i want the like the ground to be super like blurry and grainy and hazy but i want the couple to be crisp i'll take the gradient filter and i'll drag it up and have it set mm. to how i like it then i'll put like some dehaze and then i'll bring mm. down the clarity to kind of make it like really like blurry and then i'll like put up the grain or whatever and do those three things dehazing um even like dodging there's just a few things you can mm. do and it'll make it kind of look like a tilt shift um mm. maybe I, I think it looks cool That's i don't know so like, good it's just like a fun thing to do if you don't have a tilt shift but you like that look and you're wanting to practice photos with that for when you do have a tilt shift um i like it for just like landscape shots of couples walking or whatever like mm. just adding a little bit of dramatic yeah stuff. That's and like just some know. artsy look and like an yeah. artsy look to the photographs i think that's yeah. a really good tip because i think a lot of people that's one of those things that when you are just starting out and you're seeing these crazy images that mm -hmm. might be a question you have i remember right. when i was starting out and i had other friends learning at the same yeah. time as me there were so many little things that i learned and um and then also things i didn't know that would take me a long time to like I would have to just search the totally. internet and just spend hours and hours trying to find out how these effects were happening. Right. And a lot of times they were just the most simple things. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like there's just so mm -hmm. much to learn um, and always be a sponge, absorb mm -hmm. all the info you can for editing. And like, it just, it's a never ending evolving journey. Um, and like, nobody knows everything about Lightroom. Okay. No one. And so <laughs> you should always be willing to learn because there's so much about it. Maybe you do know everything, but you probably don't. Um, and so, yeah, I just think it's really cool that there's so many different ways to do things. And even today, I just learned a bunch of stuff that I didn't know how to do from you. So, oh, same cool. to you. I'm excited um, that these are things that we'll be able to put in the pockets of our I listeners. I feel yeah, like this is a more a more educational episode and yes which we want to start doing more of these mm -hmm. like kind of topic based um when we feel called to yeah if you have questions about editing or if you have a question on a topic and that and if you want us to talk about it slide into our dms and let us know um and yes. we can maybe do an episode on the topic that you have a question about um mm -hmm. or if, if you have a question about today's episode with editing Feel free to DM us on the postcard podcast Instagram and either of us will get back to you guys. Um, or you can DM us on our personal accounts too. Whatever you want, just ask us if you need to. Just DM us. We just want to yeah. talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I think we want to do an IGTV soon where yes. we are or an IG live. I get those two mixed up, but me too. We want to do an IG live soon, potentially to do a QA. Mm -hmm. yeah and be awesome i've never done a or, live instagram yeah. ever really i've never been live it's terrifying to me like this would be cool because there's like structure but i could never imagine me just 
going on my business page and going live and like not having any preparation I would be so scared mm-hmm. um, but a Q&A would be fun and I'd be with you so it wouldn't be as scary yeah. um but yeah I've never gone live before so that'd be fun to do yeah I've only gone once and I talked about it before but yeah well, thank you guys for listening today. Before we go, we wanted to do our front page features. Yes. Yes. Do you want to so, go first? Yes, I'd love to. Okay. I am going to shout out an Instagram from a girl named Danielle Coke. Her name, her Instagram handle is Oh Happy Danny. She is an artist and creator in. Atlanta, Georgia. And right now she has been making a ton of really great resources for people trying to learn more about how they can be an ally for um, their black friends and family members. And, um, there's a lot of just really, really great content. It's all really cute. She's also a believer. So there's another added level of understanding, I think, um, on her part for, uh, yeah, like there's just an added level of grace um, for people who are trying to be advocates and allies and, mm-hmm. and help people. So um, no, we'll go give her a follow. She's incredible. A big question that like one of the most significant ones for me was she did this little um, light, like a stoplight. And it, mm-hmm. she, she said that this isn't like an order, like it goes stop yellow, green, mm-hmm. like they're all, the lights are all going at the same time. But it was um, really helpful for me to understanding how to have conversations about race. So yeah. the stop says, listen when people of color are sharing their experiences, amplify the messages of people of color so their thoughts and ideas are heard in their own voice, and speak when you witness injustice or have an opportunity to educate or advocate. So it's really cool. That is the Instagram I wanna shout out. Go give her a follow, she's incredible and very very um i think optimistic and has a lot of faith and is seeking justice at the same time that's so cool i love it i will definitely look her up thank you for sharing yeah how about Uh, you my so i'm taking a training right now um have you heard of tony robbins he's like a personal development like inspirational speaker oh yeah i told you about that I'm taking a training from one of his, um, two of his, like, um, I guess they're like personalities, like they embrace and embrace what he's about and then they go share it kind of like a disciple, but not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but the woman that represents him, her name is Carissa Cooches. Um, and I just really have been inspired by her drive and just how she prioritizes just like self-care and growth and just really encompassing just the fact that we all, we really need to take care of ourselves in order to take care of others and to the best of our ability. And that doesn't mean like being selfish, but it means just like getting rest so that you can show up to your wedding the next day, 100% for your couple. Or um, I don't know, if you love to exercise, exercise so you feel energy. If you love to stretch, stretch in the morning, if that helps you, if you have like pains in your back like do yoga I don't know just things that Mm -hmm. like anything that's hindering you work on it so that you can be better for not only yourself but everybody like in your life and your family um and so I think that's why I really like 
um, Tony Robbins and his message is just because it's all about like just really caring for yourself um, so that you can be a better version of yourself for everybody in your life. Um, and so, yeah, I've just been really inspired by her. Um, and so her name is Carissa. She's our coach. And so wanted to shout her out. Um, mm-hmm. What is her Instagram handle? I think it's, let me look. Yeah, Chris, Carissa underscore cooches. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. But I think that is. Um, and she's also, she started a training for women specifically. Um, and she basically talks all about everything that Tony Robbins does, but it's like, just, I don't know, it's honed in on women. If you're a business owner, if you're not, I don't know, it's for any, any, any woman. Um, and so, yeah, I really just love her a lot. She has a really just good heart and drive and yeah. So that's That's really sweet. Like, um, yeah. Anything else you want to add before we go? That I think about does it. As we said before, if you have any questions about editing or any questions about things we mentioned today that you would like us to do a quick tutorial on, on our Instagram story or anything, let me know. I know that both of us were a little rough at explaining, or at least I know I was rough at explaining, especially the area on sharpening, but these tools are really good to yeah, have in your your back mm-hmm. pocket, especially the the different keys that you can use to make editing in Lightroom easier. So, thank you guys yes. so much for listening. Thank you guys. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Have a happy Monday, or whatever day you're listening.